Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 what day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruce-day Tuesday. Oh, fuck yeah! Grab a cold one. It's Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Bruise Day Tuesday is here. Brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store right there in downtown Blacksburg. My name is Drez. Big Nate's in the hizzy as well. Yeah, buddy. How are you do good? So you want to, uh, I just realized, do we, eh, we don't need the light. Still, it's 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 bright enough later in the day yeah. now that I guess we can get. I'm, away I'm kind with of a now. big fan of that, uh, except for when you're putting your toddler to bed and they're arguing with you. The sun's still up. Yeah, yeah I mean that's a fair point, but yeah. still, you need to go to bed because it's like nine o'clock. This time of year, it is probably hard to uh, win that argument as the summer solstice rapidly approaching. I know the festivals coming up this weekend in downtown Blacksburg. That'll be a lot of fun. But I had my myself a little fun. Just this past weekend, and uh, it involved the canoe trip. I think we did tease it and mentioned it and talked about it a little bit here and there. So yeah, three days on the New River. Me, my buddy Pete, my buddy Siegel. Siegel's the one that's done it a few times before, so he kind of, you know, we're kind of following his lead. And the rule was you couldn't bring any food. You had to live off what you catch. So a lot of fishing, and uh, we survived. But first things first, three-day canoe trip. So we put in, the plan was to leave bright and early. They all came down uh, Thursday night, and we all met up and got, tried to get everything situated and ready. And we were going to hit hit the road bright and early Friday morning and put in an Ivanhoe. I don't know if you know where Ivanhoe is or where that is on the stretch, like along the trail and the river and whatnot. But so we were going to go putting in an Ivanhoe and going down. We're going to get out and what? Hawassi and Alisonia. So, and I, I did calculate it because I was able to, I just was when I could remember. So it's fairly accurate. I would start my watch so yeah. I can kind of get an idea of, of how long we were on the river and, and going each day. So overall it was just about 25 miles on the river, three days. So the first, the last day was kind of like a half day. If that, you know, we were just paddling at that point because we you know, didn't really need fish. We had food waiting for us at the end of the tunnel, you know, so to speak. So how much beer is needed for a three-day That's the most important question. Well, I, well, I'm wondering where you stood with it. Uh, three people. Mm-mm. Per person. I mean, we didn't bring... Yeah, well, mean, I'm just trying to do the math. You packed your own cooler. Everybody had our own canoe and our own camp and stuff, coolers and everything. In my heyday, it would take me like two days to do a case of PBR. So maybe a case and a half, and I'm talking case like 24 pack. I don't know if I was planning a trip like that. The other thing is like I would want to plan, you know, no obligations. Or we're not doing anything that necessarily requires being horribly productive. I'd say about a case and a half per person. So our thinking was, and I, you're probably about there with what I wrote. So first things first, I just popped Southern Tears Hoptomic Rush Tropical IPA. Southern Tier was one of the... 15 packs, variety 15 packs. And there was a couple beers in there that I hadn't had. So I was like, all right, I'll grab that one. I did something similar with another uh, pack that will open here soon. So not not a case, but also not quite uh, even a half yeah. a case. So I got those two. And then I actually, 
thanks to you, I had a f- six pack of PBR Tall Boys, which I was thinking about. So I got a, you know, I have just a basic ass canoe. It doesn't have a seat back to it or whatever. So I was like, I'm going to need something. So I actually went and found online. It's essentially, it's, it's meant for a stadium seat, you know, like yeah. bleachers. Uh, so it's got like the little hooks that you can just secure it to. Had a little cup holder, a little pocket. And so I was like, this will work great. The cup holder was a bit smaller than I had hoped for. So I was able to wedge in one of my like kind of metal Yeti koozies. And the can fits pretty snug. So it's like it goes right in there. So it's yeah. kind of a hard grip. So I was like, oh, the tall boys will be perfect. It'll be so much easier to grab them. So I was really wanting to bring tall beers, but I didn't want to get fancy, good you know, powder yeah. cans that we're used to because I'm not going to be able to pour it in a glass. Exactly. I'm not really going to get to fully. It's not optimum. And, and God forbid some river water splashes up in there or whatever, you know, some PBRs, I won't be heartbroken. Yeah. But so I had the six that you got me. And then I also found a 12 pack of tall boys of PBRs. So that's what I brought. Uh, my buddy Pete, he opted for the liquor equivalent. He wasn't drinking much beer. He did bring some Bud Heavy. I think just like a 12 pack of Bud Heavy and a 12 pack of what was the other beer he was drinking? Can't remember. But he brought a bottle of, or I think it was not a, I guess it was a liter, a liter of Jameson and a liter of vodka. He was doing like the cocktail thing. All right. And then my other buddy, he brought his plan. It was like a case today. He got a 30 pack of cores and then he had, I think, or maybe three or four 12 packs of Trulies. He likes to drink the Trulies. But you got to have beer because that's the that's what's going to really fill you up if we're not yeah. catching fish, but you know? Your buddy with the liquor had the right idea, though, because you got you to gotta paddle all that weight. Yeah, but I mean, I guess you want some weight in the front because you would need to even out the canoe. That's true. All right. So I feel like the beer was the right idea because guess what? Out of the three of us, he was the only one that really felt hungry. He, yeah. He was telling was me on day two, there was a couple hours I could only think about food. I, believe it or not, intake. never was never felt hungry. It's probably because I was drinking these big old yeah. heavy IPA beers that are pretty filling and stuff. That being said, I did get a couple texts from him yesterday. Pete lost 10 pounds. <laughs> Siegel lost seven pounds. And I somehow gained five, not eating all weekend. Well, so. I, I, I do wonder... Because you know you've you've been spending the past few years getting really healthy and really into shape, have they been doing the same? Because that's probably a much higher caloric intake than you're used to. Yeah, yeah, actually, no, probably definitely not. Pete, he admitted he was like, man, next time before if we do this again next year, I need to work out a bit because I think it was a bit more daunting. But Siegel, he works pretty. He he does a lot of heavy lifting and stuff with work, so I think he just naturally is a bit more fit and whatnot. But so no food. We did have a nice, I did cook us up a nice big breakfast before we set out on Friday, obviously, but we put in an Ivanhoe and we're, we're going down, you know, popping the beers, feeling good, casting out the lines. Everybody's got two poles. You need to have a backup yeah. and you know, you might want Pete's big thing. He was going to be trolling. So he was going to have one just kind of sitting, like kind of pulling behind, I think maybe three or four hours in. He catches the first fish, a uh, largemouth bass, decent size. So at that point, then it was like the monkey off the back. We knew we at least had some food to eat yeah. that night. So that was huge. Kept fishing. That was the only food we ended up with that night. Nobody oh. else caught anything. So we had the one fish to eat that first night. 
we ended up camping out. We, I guess, reserved a campground at Foster Falls, and there's an island across from it that they used to use campgrounds for, but I guess they didn't do that anymore. So probably because that's where Siegel stayed. Siegel had stayed there, whatever, before. So he was like, let's check that out. So, but before we could get to the island, you got to go down Foster Falls, which by far was the most action, I guess you would say, throughout the entire river. I mean, there was definitely numerous spots where you're going down a bit, you know, you got to be on, but with Foster Falls, it's probably five or six just sort of drops. And it's not like, maybe there's two or three and then there's more, but one of them, I mean, maybe even a couple of them are probably at least three feet or so. I remember Siegel said that the nose of his canoe went under coming down one of them. I wish I had that privilege because I got kind of sideways and uh, I didn't tip the canoe, but I took on enough water and it was going that way. So I actually made the decision to bail out. I, I just I just bailed out because I didn't want it to yeah. totally tip over. So I got wet. My phone got wet, which kind of sucked. It's still working, but I don't know if you can see. It's got like a bunch of uh, condensation in the cameras. So my camera, my front, my front camera is quite cloudy and terrible. So... I only had good pictures for the first day before that <laughs> happened. Luckily, that was like right at the end. So then, you know, my stuff did get wet, which kind of sucked. But, you know, I was prepared for that. I had a lot of stuff and, you know, dry bags and other bags and whatnot. But so I took on a bunch of water. We go to the we pull over to the island. It's kind of sandy, which is at first I was like, this sucks because it's just going to be sand and dirty everywhere. But quickly learned it was nice and comfortable. Set up a fire. And yeah, eventually, you know, we grill up that fish. We were allowed to bring seasoning and Pete brought a bag of lemons because you can, yeah, that's juice. So that's not food. You can do liquids or that's fine. Liquids are obviously fine. So the fish tasted pretty damn good. Uh, We were up pretty late, later than we should have been. I think we were up drinking and whatnot till 2.30 or so. And that was rough because the next day I was indeed hungover. Well, and not only like hangover when you, I don't know about you, but when I camp, I'm someone who like when I'm sleeping, the room has to be like a fridge. When you camp, those tents do not breathe well, no matter what you do. And and I feel like that's a situation where I'm going to be up as soon as the sun starts to hit that tent. Well, it wasn't hot. It was cold. I mean, the first night it was, I think, I mean, I don't remember. I didn't, I didn't have the wherewithal to check my actual like phone or watch for, for the temperature, but the forecast was saying it was going to be like 41 was the low that night. So it was pretty chilly at night. Uh, in fact, I got a pretty interesting story for how chilly it got the second night. We'll, uh, we'll leave the second night and day for the second round. But in fact, I just realized, I don't even think you talked about your beer. What did you, you no, I was so excited tier? I've got the uh, Southern tier brewing company, juice jolt, extra juicy IPA comes with a warning, uh, caution, caution. extra juicy, 6.8% ABV and, uh, it, it's definitely uh, a juice jolt. Yeah, the smell hit me in the face immediately. I want I, you can go ahead and tap that because out of all the beers that I had all weekend, that one w- stood out to me the most because it tastes very, very unique and unlike all the rest of them. It's not. I wouldn't say it tastes anything like an IPA. The fact that it's extra juicy, there's no haze or anything like it. I don't know if they're using fruit flavoring or what they're doing. I think it's delicious. I think if you're on a trip, you could drink a lot of these and probably crush them and not realize that you've just had a bunch of 6.8 
ABV beers. So I and you need that fish. Tell me if it tastes because this is what I thought. Fruit punch. Yes, Kool Aid fruit. Uh, it tastes or high C. The the red yeah, and the big jug. It tastes like fruit punch. And that's what it smells like too. And I that, so probably that's not, definitely that's not what fruit. I want from my beer, oh, uh, frankly. And you said you could drink a lot of those. Uh-huh. I I drink. Well, I drank at least two. I think because I had them, but. I was trying to pawn them off because I was not a huge fan of that one. Uh, I, don't let me sway your untapped score, it, which, yeah. by the way, go ahead and do. you can do that. It's not an IPA by any stretch of the imagination, so I, I think it's going to, or at least not the flavor characteristic. I think it'll, it would lose points there. I like it. I like the label. I would definitely drink a bunch of these. That's been something I've kind of been interested with. New Belgium started doing it with their uh, Juice Force and their Fruit Force IPA. I've been a big fan I, of I kind of felt the same about that one. The, the yeah, I guess it is the juice force. I think is what it's called. If if you're a traditional beer drinker, I don't know that you're necessarily going to love it. I do. I'll give this a four seven five. Wow, that was. I think I might have given it a three and a half. I, I, I don't know. I was not a huge fan of that one. The Hoptomic Rush, though, the tropical IPA. This is a breath of fresh air compared to those, in my opinion. This one. I remember what else, the other stuff in this variety pack, it had the regular IPA, the 2X, or 2, the double IPA that they have, and I can't quite recall what the other one was, but this one was one of the betters of the bunch, I would say. The double IPA, the other box that I had also had double IPAs. I was kind of torn on those, because usually it was I was down to drink it at the beginning, so I was like, all right, so on day one, I'm like, all right, let's 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 get this going. Let's start feeling good. Day two, I was hungover, and I was like, all right, well, let's hopefully start feeling good. But at that point, I was on an empty stomach, so I wasn't, I didn't want to bring anything too big ABV-wise. No. I mean, these are six and a half, 6.8. Like, what, what is this? Did one? you bring any Gatorade or pickle juice? I brought a couple Gatorades. I wish I had thought to bring pickle juice. That that That's I'm going to make cure-all. a mental note. That is a great idea for next six and, and a half. And the pro tip: you can freeze pickle juice, and that adds to your uh, cooling capacity as well. Well, I also I did come up with some great ideas. I will say this: my coolers were cold the entire weekend, yeah, which was fantastic. I'll tell you how I was able to do that here in a bit. But first, Hoptomic Rush. I'll give it a four and a half. This one was de- four four two five. Decent. It was an easy drinker. Uh, it worked pretty well on the trip. We'll take a quick break. I'll tell you how we fared on day two of fishing, as well as some of the, the cooler tips that we had. And uh, I'll give you the overall takeover from the uh, three-day no-food canoe trip that we went on over the weekend down the New River. It was a good time. We'll uh, take a quick break. We'll play a tune. We'll come back. It's Bruce Day Tuesday here on 105.3 The Bear. You should stick around. 